How's it going, everyone? Thanks for joining us for another episode of Mac and Joe Talk on a podcast. I'm Mac. This is Joe. As always, guys, go to fanboyplanet.com. Go to the Fanboy Planet Facebook page, Twitter page. Sign up for all the alerts. Uh, so you can stay up to date with all your news and articles, as well as everything else happening on in the world of Fanboy. Um, having said that, you guys know the drill. Let's kind of get right into it. Yep, let's do it. Um, in terms of kind of just a weekend review, um, we're going to kind of give you the numbers like we always do, and then we'll talk about what we saw or what we didn't see this weekend. Uh, Jurassic World domestically, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom domestically another $60 million dollars. It is already at, globally, it's already at $932 million. So it's easily going to cross the $1 billion mark, which is just... Astounding. Astounding. Um, people, again, I said this last week, and I said this in the article, which is online if you had to check it out. It's my review. Uh, people love seeing dinosaurs on screen. They love... Apparently. They love... You haven't even seen it yet, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I honestly think you... Even someone as cynical as, as you, as cynical as me, probably. I think you would enjoy parts of it. Again, it's not Jurassic Park. Um, it's not that. I think there are parts of it that people do like. Are there problems with the film? Yeah, I think there are problems with the film. It's not a perfect film, but uh, you know, everyone that I that I know that has seen the film, as for the most part, I've said they've enjoyed it. Take that for what it is. Again, let us know what you maybe, guys think. Maybe I'll check it out when it comes out on video. But I'm sure I'll have it, so you can just watch mine. All right. Um, you know, if you guys have seen it, if you like it, let us know. If you if you agree with me, let me know too. Well, you can't really agree with them because you haven't seen it. But um, let us know. I'm I'm always curious as to what you guys uh, what you guys think because um, we have a pretty diverse group of people that are listening to us from all different. Um, backgrounds, ages, and, and all that stuff. So it's always, I'm always curious as to what you guys like. Um, and again, this is about you guys as well. Uh, Incredibles 2 continues to do well. Again, you and I both are fans of that film. Yeah. Um, another $45 million domestically. It's uh, it's basically Pixar's best film ever. Um, again, that could be, you know, the next time Toy Story 4 comes out, could be the next Pixar film that could replace it. Um, these numbers are just going to continue to get higher and higher. As well, two new films on the box office list: Sicario, Day of the Soldado, um, opened extremely well, nineteen million dollars. Um, to put that in comparison, the first Sicario had its opening weekend around ten million dollars. So people knew what this film was. Globally, it's already at twenty-five million dollars. It only cost thirty-five million dollars to make. Okay. So, again, we're talking large numbers here, and I, I read a number like $19 million, and people go, wow, that's really low. And it is low. To put it in comparison. But to put it in comparison of what it costs to make, um, you know, it's not a huge franchise for the studios where they're selling toys and they're selling all these things. It's just a film series. Um, I did see Sicario Day of the Soldado. I saw it opening night on Thursday night. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was really good. It's took a lot of the first took a lot of the elements from the first Sicario and it, it kind of kept telling that idea of a story of Mexican drug cartels and what a Sicario is and it's extremely relevant now in terms of people crossing the border um, the relationship between USA and Mexico uh, government officials going undercover 
you know, how much of that is true, how much of that is fiction. It's probably a combination of both. It's interesting. It's a film that very much stands on its own. You don't need to see the first Sicario to understand what's going on. Um, in the second one, you can basically walk in fresh and just start watching it, um, which maybe people... When I went, the theater was 100% full. It was a smaller art house theater, but people seem to be enjoying it. They seem to be liking it. Um, Josh Brolin continues to have a great summer. Um, standout performance. Benicio Del Toro, when he's on screen, you can't take your eyes off of him. Um, if you saw the first Sicario, his character was a very small portion of the film. You kind of didn't really learn a lot about him and his background. Um, in this film, he's front and center. Um, you learn a lot more about him. You see a lot more of his action, a lot more of his takes. Um, really, are, really good. Are you, are you doing a review on this film? I'm not going to do a reveal. I'm not going to do a review on this film simply because it's not really fanboy type of a thing. Um, but I did want to plug it because I know you did like the first Sicario. Yeah. I would recommend seeing it. Okay. If, if any of you liked the first Sicario, I would recommend seeing it. Um, and if, it's just a good film. And I think, you know, $19 million is not a huge number, but it does show that there's an appetite out there for people that don't want to just see franchise features. They want to see original stories. Yeah, I mean, this was the first Sicario came out in, in an October release, I think, a couple years ago in a more of a limited market. This comes out in a, sum, in a crowded summer market. Um, but again, still did really well, which is, I think, a good sign in terms of, uh, especially in times when you really only get franchises coming out in the summer and sequels and prequels and spinoffs and all that stuff, to see an original film, an original idea come out in the summer and do well. Um, I think that's exciting for, for film and for people that are worried about if film's going away. Um, I'm happy about it. A film that you and I both did not see. Um, which I know you'll probably Uncle, never see. Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. Oh my god! Um, I, I have. We're zero, talking about this. Uh, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I have zero opinion on the film. Um, it did really. It, it performed. It did fifteen million dollars. It, it performed about you know five million dollars over what was expected. Again, <laughs> came in you know small budget, small film, low over cost, low overhead. It will make money for the studio. Um, I don't know anything about it. Reviews have been tepid, to say the best. My favorite uh, review, though, was, I think it was from The Hollywood Reporter, and it said that the film was okay, and you could tell that the basketball players were basketball players. Um, but it said Tiffany Hash was a standout, as always, um, and Shaq was hilarious. That's all I'm going to say. As he usually is. Shaq's great. Um, if you ever watch um, Inside the NBA on TNT, Shaq steals the show. He's fantastic. Him and Barkley. Uh, Barkley's iffy. I'm not huge on Barkley, but that just might be my bias. Uh, did you hear the other LA news today? Are we are we going to talk about? Are we, are, are, are we breaking sports news? We are. We are the... not. We are not breaking sports okay. news. Um, this is not the type of show that we're doing. But just so you guys know, LeBron will be a Laker next year. Look for LeBron to be in some future films in the near future. Again, different topic. <laughs> future films. LeBron, he's going there to to build his empire. Again, not not the conversation that we're having. Um, not not a not a big week in terms of monster monster news. There's lots of little little things that happened, um, little news updates that happened. Um, do you watch Westworld, Joe? I don't, but I've heard it's very very good. Okay, Westworld. Uh, I should, I should. You should, and you have HBO Go because we have it, um, so you can watch it anytime. Uh, Westworld two season finale was last Sunday. If anyone has any idea as to what happened. Please let me know. 
because I'm still very confused. <laughs> it was like the Matrix too. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> it was good. Like I was engaged. I was enthralled. I was like, oh my god, this is really really good. It's shot beautifully. It tells a great story. Um, but I think that that's just type. That's just the type of show that it is. You, and you were confused, and I was confused. Okay, that, it, and it, it's, it takes a lot to confuse you. And I think that's just the type of show that it is. It's just <laughs> it's an it's an intricate show. It keeps throwing twists at you. It's very much. I don't want to say it's like Lost in that sense, but it's very much like Lost in that sense. Like it has lots of turns. Um, you don't know where it's going to go. It, it's very methodical. Keeps you guessing. Yeah. So, I mean, if you haven't, if you have seen Westworld, let us know what you think. Um, if you haven't seen Westworld, it is a show that I'd recommend. Um, check it out. Let me know. Uh, Luke Cage season two dropped this week on Netflix. Um, I'm only a couple episodes in, but I'm really, really impressed. Um, of season two? Of or season, season two. Okay. So the Marvel shows on Netflix are basically the R rated shows. They're the R rated heroes so it's something that they're not going to put on abc it's not something they're going to put on disney's own streaming service when they get it it's like punisher and daredevil and jessica jones i didn't realize those were r-rated yeah they're r-rated um so they're just like the comic books in that sense they're more for adults only um the marvel netflix shows got off to a great start with daredevil season one and jessica jones season one luke cage season one and then it faltered like a lot Daredevil season two wasn't very good. Iron Fist wasn't very good. And then the Defenders, which was kind of supposed to be the big team up film or the big team up series, um, fell flat. I think it's like a 40% right now overall. Um, there were talks that they weren't even going to continue the series going forward. And then Jessica Jones season two came on. That was like a 90% really highly rated. Luke Cage season two is back on really highly rated. So it's starting to write the ship. Again, these are characters that, that I like, Daredevil, Punisher, these characters that are, are not just your typical superhero films where they're just kind of, I'm a good guy and I'm going to save the world and do all these cool things. These are more complex, in-depth characters. And the fact that they're on a TV show where it's a longer, fleshed-out series means you can dive into more of what their backstory is and what they, they are. Um, you don't have to see the entire overall arcing series to understand what's going on you can simply choose a character i know a lot of people simply just watch jessica jones because they like jessica jones um take that for what it is um it's good enjoy i enjoy it um you know i'll watch anything with a marvel marvel tag on it just to give it a chance (laughs) um but it's good not everything they do marvel television is very hit or miss for me at least um agents of shield is very is very up and down um, you know, one season's really good. One season's really kind of weird. Um, some of the other shows have been hit or miss. The Marvel Netflix stuff has been hit or miss. Um, but take it for what it is. Um, and other news from ABC Disney. Uh, Disney Toon Animation Studios has officially shut down this week. Um, Disney Toon, um, you may not know. Okay, Disney- I don't. That's okay. Most people don't <laughs> know. Most people don't know. Disney Toon would be more of the direct-to-video type of a service where they okay. do basically, you know, Pixar and Disney animation basically do most of that stuff um, in terms of feature films. This comes in the wake of John Lasseter stepping down at the end of the year. John Lasseter, as everyone knows or most of you know, or might, know, might not know, was the founder of Pixar um, and then he became head of animation of Pixar and Disney Animation together. 
when Disney had that has been having such a huge renaissance in animation uh, with films like Moana, Frozen, Big Hero 6, all that stuff. And of course, Pixar, um, John Lasseter stepping down at the end of the year from his role. Uh, Pete Docter, who was the director of Up, Monster Inc., Finding Nemo, he's taking over Pixar solely. And Jennifer Lee, who was a director of Frozen and some other films, is taking over as Disney Animation on her own. So the two divisions are already split, but now they're going to be even more split. Whether that means, you know, we're going to get a different vision with new creative people in charge. You know, I don't know. These two have been there for a long time at Disney doing lots of great stuff. Um, so I'm not too worried about it, but... Um, you know, it's something something to keep an eye on. Uh, John Lasseter was obviously such a game changer for animation in terms of CGI. And, you know, he was Toy Story. I mean, that was his character. That was his brand. Um, you know, Pixar has really changed the game for what animation is. Um, so Disney Toon is, is not a huge loss for me. Um, it's It was a, it was a moneymaker for the studio. Why they shut it down, I'm not really sure. Uh, maybe they're just trying to rebrand and refocus on what they have. Um, maybe they're going to retool something for the, for the streaming service. We don't know. That news kind of slipped under the radar. Um, but I think it's bigger news than what we're giving it credit for. But again, we'll see when it comes out. Um, Joe, you're a Harry Potter fan? I have mild interest in Harry Potter. I know you're a big fan. I, I actually just watched the movies about a couple of years ago. I had not seen them. But you've no never read the books. I've never read the books. I know. I I, I have a feeling that they're going to make the new book into a movie, and that's what you're going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you that. Okay. So, right. they are, they are, they are, so Fantastic Beasts is the series yeah, that they're yeah. working on. Um, that does come out in November. We'll talk about that um, as it goes. Uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is the theater production that is currently... Oh, the uh, the play. The play. It's I a two-part play. It's parts one and two. You have to see both pieces. Okay. Um, it is currently playing in London and in New York um, on Broadway. It will have its West Coast premiere here in San Francisco in the fall of 2019. It'll, San Francisco will be only the third place to have the show performed. I'm sure you'll see it. Um, I... I will try. I saw it in New York. It was... Oh, you did? I did. Okay. It was amazing. Um, it's two evenings. It's very, very different than anything you see on stage. Um, it's very magical. It's very... Lots of wizardry on stage. It's. It was really, really good. Um, you know, ticket prices, I'm sure, are going to be crazy here, just like they were for when Hamilton came the first time. Um, but I know there are lots of Potterheads out there. Um, that, that love that stuff and, you know, can't, can't go to New York because it's crazy expensive to go to New York or go to London and do all that stuff. Uh, your chance to see the piece will be coming to San Francisco, uh, fall of 2019, um, at the current theater. As sure as tickets come available and stuff like that, I'm sure I'll let you guys know just cause I'll probably want to go see it again as well. Um, have you ever played Halo, Joe? Of course. You have played Halo? Yes. Who hasn't? I haven't. Well... You're not really a big video game guy, actually. I like Mario Kart. Though. You like Mario Kart, yeah, yeah. And Tiger Woods Golf. That's true. And Tiger Woods Golf. 2008 Tiger Woods Golf. Shout out to my friend Zach today who told me he's still playing Tiger Woods even though they don't make the games anymore. Uh, great games. Yeah, Tiger Woods stopped making games a while ago. They did, they did. For various reasons. But they're still you, you classics. Can, you can read up on that on your they're own. They're still time. classics. They are still anyway, classics. Anyway. 
Yeah, they are they are classics. Um, Halo has overall just to give you guys a perspective on how big Halo is. Um, Halo the series just as a gamer franchise has sold over five hundred billion dollars in sales. <laughs> I believe it. Um, five billion dollars in sales. Excuse me, not five hundred billion dollars. I don't know if I said that correctly. Uh, five hundred billion dollars would be a huge difference than yes. five billion dollars. But five billion dollars in sales is still. It's not chump change. Amazing. <laughs> um, Showtime is developing a live action series hmm. based on the video game. I don't know how that would work because I don't know anything about the game. Master Chief. Okay. Can yeah, you, that's all you know. That's, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> don't even, even know, know that. that. <laughs> I don't even know that. Is, would a live action Halo series something interest you? Would it be something like, are they just capitalizing? How would they even do that? Is it just a shoot 'em up game? Is it a strategy? It game? is, it is, but there is obviously a, uh, uh, a very interesting and deep science fiction story behind like the game. Like a lore behind the game? Like, uh, like if there's a Halo 1 and Halo 2, do they build on the story? Yes, of okay. course, of course. Well, it's, not all video games do that. I mean, no, some video but, games just go like, this is one level, this is one area of the game, this is another area of the game. They all kind of build, they all have the same main characters. I haven't played them all in depth, but I've, I've played them enough to know that there is still Master Chief, who's the main character of the game, and his uh, computer sidekick called Cortana. Okay. So, um, anything, I mean... There's, I know there's a huge, they, like you said, they mentioned, uh, you mentioned they sell five million, five billion dollars, five billion dollars in sales. I think it's a cool series. I, I wouldn't mind checking it out for cool episodes, but you know, as, as, as you know, I'm a cynic, so I, I might not expect much considering that this may just be another way for them to kind of milk the series. Sure. I mean, I, again, I, I have no judgment on it simply because I don't know. Um, for me, as someone who hasn't played the games and is not a huge gamer, I'd like to see the talent involved and maybe see a trailer or two. Um, but I thought that was interesting. I, yeah. thought, I thought you might That's have an cool. opinion on that. There's That's no, cool. you know, it's not going to appear next week or anything. It just got announced, so it's going to take a while to develop and all that stuff. Gotcha. I know at one point Peter Jackson was attached to it, but that was a long time ago. I don't think he's okay. attached to it at all. Um, as more info comes out, we'll let you guys know about it. I just thought that was interesting. Yep. Um, Definitely. Another thing that happened, Jumanji 3 is now in production. Um, you still haven't seen... I still... You know, Jesus, you're, Joe. You're, you're, you're not... I've seen the original with Robin Williams, okay. which, is, which is incredible, but I know you're not the first person to say that I should see Jumanji 2. Or, sorry, not, it's Jum- just, it's sorry, just Jumanji, not Jumanji 2. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Excuse me. I'll, I'll get the title right. But... As we will talk about later, I'm not the biggest Dwayne Johnson The Rock fan. Um, I think he plays kind of similar type roles that don't really appeal to me. Um, and like I said, we'll, 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 get, we'll get into that a bit later when we talk about July movies. But um, that's why I'm very skeptical of the movie. But you're not the first person to say that it's, a, that it's an entertaining watch, that Jack Black is pretty good. Um, Kevin Hart's good. Karen yeah. Gillum's good. I might, I might give it a watch, uh, you know, just for the heck of it when it comes out on. I, I think it's already out on video. Do you? But it's you a, I don't own it. Um, okay, it's yeah. one of the few that's on my Amazon list. I'm just waiting for some of my Amazon points to trickle through, gotcha. and then gotcha. I'm going to start going. I never buy things on Amazon just with money. I wait for my points to just trickle up. <laughs> um, 
Have you, this has, I didn't even write this down, but I didn't know if you knew this. Um, The Rock is starring in a feature version film from Disney's The Jungle Cruise. They're adapting The Jungle Cruise. I believe that. I can believe uh, that. Okay. So, you know, take that for what it is. It's it's interesting to me because I love the Jungle Cruise as a ride. I think the Jungle Cruise is one of the most underrated Disneyland attractions there is. Um, but, you know, I thought I'd throw that out there. It sounded yeah, cool. That's, that does sound kind of cool. But In other news, we'll <laughs> um, Jared Leto has signed on to play uh, the role of Morbius. Which is, for those of you that don't know, which Joe doesn't know because he has a puzzled look on his no face. I do Morbius. Which is fine. I don't know much about Morbius either, to be honest. Um, he is a Spider-Man villain. Okay. Um, so what this tells... So he's crossing over from DC to so Marvel. So I, I think this tells me a couple different things. So again, Spider-Man is still a Sony property. He, okay. You know, they have basically rented... Marvel Studios is basically renting Tom Holland. Um, okay. to basically use him. But Spider-Man Homecoming, most of the profits are still going to Sony. Um, it's basically Marvel's making the film and they get a cut of the film. Just with that, they're able to use Tom Holland in the Marvel films, which is why you're now seeing Spider-Man in the Marvel films, which is why for the first eight years you weren't able to see probably its most, not iconic character, but its most well-known character, which is Peter Parker Spider-Man. Um this tells me a couple things. One, they're going all out with the Spider-Verse, which basically is not really a universe because you don't even have Spider-Man in it. But you have Venom coming out in October, yeah. which is already, you know, it Tom looks... Tom Hardy, and I yeah. love Tom Hardy. It looks cool. The trailer looks cool. I'll give it a chance. Um, but they're making... Sony is basically saying, we don't have a ton of franchises besides Jumanji. So, so they're making... So they ha- and they have, they have to do, you know, studios make money on franchises. I see. Um, without... So they have Tom Holland, which now everyone loves, right? Everyone loves that version of Spider-Man. You may not think it's the best, but people love it. You know, it's okay. Um, so they're basically cashing in on that idea of having Tom Holland in these films... Uh, or in this universe. Is he going to be in the film? I have no idea. There's already talks of him having a cameo in Venom, maybe a, an end credits thing. You know, there's nothing confirmed. Nothing is known. We have no idea. Um, Jared Leto is obviously the Joker in yeah. the DC-verse. Yep. Um, so this tells me also that he might possibly be, be done as the Joker. Interesting. Um, you know, Suicide Squad... Was not a great film. Colossal failure. Um, it made decent money. Um, I think it was one of those films that really crushed it, like opening weekends. People were excited. And then it dropped like a record, like 79% in terms of attendance. Like it just, it wasn't, it wasn't very good. There were certain performances that I liked in the film. Um, you know, Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie as Harley That's Quinn true. was good. I didn't even think Jared Leto was that bad. It was just a weird interpretation. It felt like he was very much trying to do the comic book version versus just creating his own character, his own identity. Um, you know, we've obviously talked about the Joaquin Phoenix thing. Is that going to be just a standalone? Is that going to tie into, you know, the new Batman? Again, we're hearing rumblings of a new Batman. I'm very, I'm, I'm convinced at this point that at Comic Con they're going to drop a new Batman. They're going to, yeah. I mean, that's without Marvel there, without Star Wars there, without Sony there, without X Men there, without anything else there. This is gonna be DC. We're gonna we'll do a preview show of Comic Con when it gets closer, but this Comic Con basically has to be DC centric. 
And the fact that we haven't heard anything from DC in the last month or so, besides what we're going to talk about later, um, I think they're going to drop some major, major news, whether they officially announce a Joaquin Phoenix film there, whether, you know, all that stuff. Regardless, Jared Leto, good actor. Um, I think he does okay. good stuff. Um, it's He was in a very much... He got much, an Academy Award. He did, for Dallas yeah, Buyers for Club. Dallas he was in a lot of... A lot of independent, independent type films. films. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden he won that Oscar and he was like, boom, cash me that superhero check. Um, but it is what it is. Um, more, I think, I think there's a lot more to this news than just he's going to play this character oh, in yeah. this film. But again, that's just my opinion. Um, Kevin Feige is out doing press rounds for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, he hinted, strongly hinted, didn't officially confirm it that there will be a Doctor Strange 2 coming of course, out. Of course. Um, Again, which makes sense. Did you like the first Doctor Strange? I did. I did. And, I mean, M- Marvel just keeps pumping out these movies. I mean, we can have we can have a discussion uh, on a later time just about, like, what Marvel is doing. But they are just pumping out movies right and left. I mean, every chance they get. And, I mean, and they're not doing poorly. They're all they're, good films. They're all great films, which is so astounding that you can have... And I know nothing about comics. I didn't read comic books as a kid. And all these characters are just so fascinating. And they're all different in their own sense. Even if the movies are kind of set up the same way in that not in, in that the hero typically wins. Sure. Um, so it's not like you're surprised necessarily. But it's just how they – how each character is, has different sets of struggles. You know, he encounters um, – Right. He encounters adversity a different way, you know. It's just it's it's really interesting. So yeah, I'm, I I I do like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. Um, I thought he was great in the Imitation Game. I think he's a great actor. Um, so he played a great role in Doctor Strange too. I'm excited or Doctor Strange. I'm excited to see the second one. Yeah, I mean we don't have any dates or anything about that. We don't know anything about Phase Four. Except for Guardians 3, Black Panther 2, and Spider-Man 2. Um, obviously, we're going to hint Doctor Strange 2. But they won't announce any dates or anything like that until after Avengers 4. Um, simply because they're going to keep everyone in suspense. Which they until, should. Which they should. And they've earned that right as well. Um, Doctor Strange is such an off-the-beat Marvel character. So different than kind of your normal characters. Um, you know, I'm excited. I think it's good. And that's actually a great segue um, to kind of what we're talking about next, which is July Films. July Preview. Uh, July Previews. We did this last month for June. Summer recap so far, May was really dominated by two films, Infinity yeah. War and Deadpool 2. June was really dominated by two films, Incredibles. you know, Incredibles 2 and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. July, to me, is the one month that seems really wide open in terms of who's going to dominate, what film is going to stand out. Um so I'm just going to go week by week here. I'm just going to give you guys one film from each week, starting with next week. Of course, there are more films opening up in July. Um, I'm just going to focus on the ones that we think that you guys would have more of an interest in. Um, if there's something else in July that I didn't mention um, that you want us to talk about, let us know. Um, and we'll go over that. July 6th, the big one is, no pun intended, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll circle back to that in a minute because um, we'll go a little bit more in depth than that. But just so you guys know, next week uh, on the podcast, we'll do the normal podcast that we always do. 
But I will also do a spoiler review of Ant-Man and the Wasp next week, maybe 10, 15 minutes, just so you guys can listen to the just so you guys that listen to the podcast can have that separately. And if you haven't seen the film, I'm not going to spoil the film for you. I want you guys to enjoy that film on your own. Um, the next, you hinted at it earlier I before. Did, I did. July 13th is Skyscraper. It's an original film um, about so original about a skyscraper um, starring The Rock. Or Dwayne Johnson, he doesn't go by The Rock anymore. Yeah. Uh, you can, and I'm very much a little bit cynical with you in it terms has, of like how much The Rock is all, I keep calling him The Rock, I'm just going to call him The Rock. Um, how he's in all these films, people love seeing him on screen. Fine, but he doesn't, he doesn't. Did you, see, did you see a trailer for it? He doesn't float my boat. Did you see a trailer for yes, the Yes, it looks terrible. Okay. What about the trailer looks terrible? It looks terrible for many reasons. Number one, it kind of reminds me of Die Hard. Okay. okay. So they're kind of rehashing Die Hard. It's filled with special effects to the galore. So you know it's like all done with computer-generated graphics. Um, it has Nev Campbell in it. When's the last time she's done a movie? Screen. Exactly. 1990s. Nev Campbell is my high 1990s. Wild Things. Oh my. Okay, we're not going to talk about all these other bad, not not bad movies. Wild Things is not, I will fight you right now if you think Wild Things is a bad movie. Yeah, well I like it too, but for different reasons. Okay. Um, Anyway. I know what those reasons are. Nev Campbell, when's the last time she did a movie? Are you kidding me? They stick all these random actors and he's the highlight. Because you know, everyone likes people him. are still going to go see it. I know, it. but I'm not. I'm just being honest. I'm I just know, being okay. honest. You can call me cynical. Fine. Uh, let's move on. It's, it's still like Jumanji. Like you still <sighs> haven't seen it, and you're just you're you're missing out on on the beauty says, that is just, the beauty the beauty that is yeah. just Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> um, I I like I do watch Ballers. Ballers is cool. Ballers is I appreciate it. Ballers is a good show. I think I think he he plays he he plays a. Why very, do you watch Ballers then versus because like because he doesn't play like the usual like oh I'm a tough guy and and I'm running around and beating people with a with a with a two by four and stuff like that. Ballers is a comedy show. It's very it's it, it's comedy. It has the it has the guy from uh, I forget Rob Corgi. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, as a, as kind of a sidekick. I mean, we we're getting off topic, but no, Ballers is a good show. No, you can't I, talk enough about Ballers. Yeah, I love that show, but yeah, yeah just not. It just doesn't tickle okay. my so fancy. You, so you're gonna skip that weekend. I'm gonna skip um, the next weekend. I know you're not gonna skip. I know this for a fact. Um, you do. Eek, I mean, not for a fact. This is just an educated guess. Okay. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, July 20th, the big film that opens up that weekend is Equalizer 2. Oh, Equalizer. Uh, Denzel Washington. Fun fact, this is the only film that Denzel Washington has ever made a sequel to. He has never made a sequel to any of his other films. I believe it. Um, you liked the first Equalizer. I did like the first Equalizer. You, you, I assume you saw the trailer. Any interest in seeing Equalizer 2? Are you going to wait to see how the reviews play out? Again, the cynic in me tells me it's a sequel to a movie that I thought was original and great the first time. I don't see the need to make a franchise about it or make a sequel to it. Has the same director. However, Antoine Fuqua however I do like Antoine Fuqua films yes. generally. Um, he did do Training Day, and done, he's done some other movies. Uh, the, Kim and Denzel work well together. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Brooklyn's Finest, another one of his movies, um, just to name a few. Um, so I, I am tempted to see it. Um, 
I mean, we'll plug a little bit of uh, Movie Pass in into this into this uh, episode here, just because I know you have Movie Pass, mm-hmm. so you can see unlimited movies. Yeah, I mean, to so, me, all so, these so films are films that I'm yeah. So there's no reason for you not to see them. I yeah. don't have those subscriptions yet, so I have to shell out thirteen dollars a time every every time I see a movie. Yeah. So definitely no on Skyscraper. I, I'm still unsure about Equalizer 2. Um, I do like Denzel Washington. I think he's a great actor. But I'm a little disappointed that we're seeing a sequel to this movie because I, 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 thought, don't, I thought you'd be all I don't in know. I don't I know. You'd be all in it's like this. seeing a sequel to Training Day or something like that. Like you can't. Yeah, but equali- Training Day is so different than Equalizer. Oh. Equalizer, it doesn't, Equalizer doesn't need – like it's like Sicario. Like it doesn't – it doesn't set itself up for sequels, but it lives in the world of that. Like the character, it's like John Wick too. Like okay. John Wick was cool. John Wick two was awesome. John Wick two. John Wick two was good. Now they're yeah. going to make a third one, probably. Sure, it's yeah, like, they are because it was. Good. Oh my god! All right, moving on. Moving anyway. on. Moving on. I, I am surprised by that, but I'll let that go. Um, now I don't even know what you're going to say about the next one. <laughs> July twenty seventh, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, the sixth film in the franchise, sixth or seventh film. I should have written that down. Um, I believe it's the sixth. Um, trailers look awesome. Trailers are cool. Trailers look I awesome. I liked Ghost Protocol. Henry Cavill is in it. He's one of the antagonists. Um, Henry Cavill is okay. of Superman. Okay. Um, you know, it has all your main characters oh, Henry, back. Oh, oh, that. Uh, okay. Ben Rames, Simon Pegg is yep. back. Um, Alec Baldwin's back. Uh, Angela Bassett's back. Do they have um, Jeremy Renner? Is I, he in it? I haven't seen He wasn't in the trailer. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's in it. Um, trailers look cool. Again, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like you kind of like, oh, man, we're seeing another Mission Impossible film. We're seeing Tom Cruise again. But people love these I know. films. I know. You it, know, you've seen It's entertaining. Most. So, again, it's entertaining. what's the difference between Equalizer I'm saying it's entertaining. I'm not saying that I'm excited to see it. I mean, I am cynical for sequels. Absolutely. That can be my nickname. Cynical. But you've seen every single Mission for Impossible sequels. film. Some of them were pretty bad, though. Some of them were pretty bad. Like the one with, uh, as much as I love him, Philip Seymour Hoffman, that one was pretty bad. Mission okay. Impossible 3 was pretty bad. Okay. Um, I mean, again, it seems a little redundant. I'm not going to say the same thing again, but it, I am skeptical. I'm always skeptical of, of sequels. Uh, okay. It's just in my nature. Um, am I going to – I might – I might see it on a Tuesday when tickets are half price, <laughs> okay. but that's just me. I mean, and what, 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 are you looking forward to see this one? I am. I think the cast is good. It returns the same director from Ghost Protocol. Him okay. and Tom Cruise work really well together. They've done, you know, like Jack Reacher. It's the same director. Okay. Um, the trailers look awesome. Um, again, it's Tom Cruise. They've hinted, and the trailers hint that it's the last film or one of the last films <laughs> or... You know, it keeps talking about the end and fallout. It's the fallout of all the actions of his character from all the films before. Um, he's kind of, he's obviously aging in terms of it's just kind of the end. It, it you know, I mean, it, it, the trailers look good so far. That's not an indicator of what the film's going to be. It could come out, it could be rotten. I could hate it or I could pass on it. Um, all indications right now are it looks good and I'm going to see it. Let us know what you guys are interested in seeing in July, guys. So, you know, if you guys, if any of those movies, if any of the movies are coming out in July that we didn't mention or if there are any of those Hotel movies. Hotel Transylvania 3, yeah. T-Titans Go, Sorry to Bother You, a bunch of films coming out. Yeah. Let um, us know what you want to see and we'll talk about it. I can, we can, you can hear our opinions about it and 
before we move on to the next one, I did want to circle back to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is, of course, the sequel to Ant-Man. Did you like? I'll, go, I'll just go. I did. Do you like the first Ant-Man? Again, because it's kind of like Doctor Strange. It's a new character. It's Again, a new idea. Yeah. I mean, the, the Marvel universe, the Marvel, Marvel has, has, has made a believer in sequels out of me in terms of that sense. Um, and that's saying a lot because sure. I'm usually very skeptical of sequels and just, you know, pumping out movies after movie. Um, and specifically Ant-Man, I thought it was great. Him and... Uh, Evangeline Jolie. No. Michael no. Douglas. Michael Douglas. Okay. Michael Douglas was great. You know, I'm glad to see him still making movies. Um, uh, Paul, Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is great. This is a great character for him. He still has the wit. He still has the sarcasm, you know. Paul Rudd was great. He was great in Civil War as Ant Man. I thought, he, yeah. I thought him and Tom Holland um, were were the two highlights of Civil War for me, just because they were so off the beaten path. Yep. Um, this is a huge, uh, huge. I mean, it's a it's a monumental moment for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They have obviously had female superheroes before. This is the first time that a female superhero is in the main the main I see. frame. The Wasp is an awesome superhero. If you've read the comics, um, which is fine if you haven't. If you have, you know how awesome the Wasp is. The Wasp, is, the Wasp and Ant Man are basically um, they're such a great tag team together. And I'm, you know, they hinted at it in the first Iron Man um, where she sees the costume and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see it. I want to do that." And now it's obvious that they're gonna be together. Evangelina Jolie, Evangeline Jolie, excuse me. Uh, it's great. She, I, I love most of the stuff she does going all the way back from Lost. I'm excited about it. What's interesting about this film, though, Joe, is that it it's set right after Civil War. Interesting. So um, the events and of... he wasn't, obviously, he wasn't in Avengers. He wasn't in Infinity War. Yeah, he wasn't in Infinity or War. Or the Wasp, obviously. So there's going to be some kind of tie-in. Hope right. We imagine. I assume it's going to be an end credit scene yeah. at some point. God, um, they've already hinted there's going to be there's two end credit scenes. Um, honestly, uh, you know we can talk about that. Yeah, at, we can talk about all, that. But um, <laughs> the fact that it it happens right after Civil War, um, Ant Man obviously got caught at Civil War. He was helping out Captain America, got arrested because he's because he's Ant Man. Doesn't make all the best decisions all the time. Um, to me, this is a great film to have right after Infinity War, where yeah. it's such a heavy film, a heavy toll film, where you're invested in these characters. I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be a fun. Lighthearted. Light-hearted. Yeah, it's going to be a lighthearted film. It's going to be fun. It's going to be enjoyable. Um, just like they always do, they'll tie it into the larger universe. I 1,000% you're going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp doing something in Avengers 4, um, you know, there will be some end credit scene where someone's going to Someone's going to disappear. Someone's going to fade off like they like they did in the end of Infinity War. Or someone like Hawkeye's going to come in or something like that. There was already rumors of Hawkeye's going to make an appearance in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, again, Hawkeye was the other main character that wasn't in Infinity War. So we'll see. Again, next week, um, I'll do the podcast separately than this. That'll be a review, full review of just Ant-Man and the Wasp, where I can fully discuss spoilers and all that stuff. Um, if you do see it, of course, you're more than welcome to join the podcast as well, uh, but no pressure. Um, <laughs> if you see it, awesome. If not, you know, no big deal. Um, and let us know what you guys think. There is, like I said, we said, there's a bunch of films coming out in July. These are just the ones we highlighted. Moving on yep. to the next, next topic. Next topic. Um, we talked about DC a little bit. 
Um, DC has announced its plans for its streaming service. Well, it's announced its basic plans for its streaming service. They didn't um, announce price. They didn't announce price. They didn't announce a full start date or anything like that. Or a full um, lineup. Full lineup. Um, what we do know so far is there will be classic programming and original programming. Classic programming will range from all of the DC films, ranging from the Nolan Batman films to the Burton Batman films to all of the Superman films to uh, like Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern, all the DC films that have been there, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, all that stuff, that will be on there. They'll have DC shows like Green Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, um, all the shows that are on the air now, like Gotham, all that stuff. They'll have classic shows like, uh, I told my mom this, she was excited actually. It's um, whatever the, what was the low, the Lois Lane show, Superman, Lois and Clark, Clark and Lois or something like that? Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. Uh, I don't know. It was a long time ago. Terry Hatcher was Lois yep, Lane. Terry Hatcher. Um, you know, that'll be on there. Um, again, what you're looking for in the streaming services are originality and original shows. They've announced five original shows coming on the air, uh, three live action, two animated um, they the live action ones are Titan, Swamp Thing, Doom Patrol. The animated series are Young Justice, Outsider, and Harley Quinn. Do any of these sound interesting to you? Have you checked? I know it's hard to. These are kind of more obscure characters because they're they're going to save obviously their big characters for the films, right? They're gonna they're not going to throw a you know they're not going to throw the Flash. 2.0 on TV or have Superman TV series with Henry Cavill. They're going to save their big, big stars for the feature films. Any of these sound interesting to you? Um, to be honest, I mean, again, I didn't read comics. I'm not that interested. Okay. I mean, call me a cynic again, but uh, I, I feel that DC, at least the DC universe, is... You know, the streaming service, first of all, is overcrowded and unnecessary. Um, having I, its own... Having its own streaming versus service. Versus having it being tacked on as part of another yes. streaming service. Yes. Okay. Like, seeing it, seeing... You can always, you can already see movies under Netflix. I understand that people are trying to dip dip into the streaming service uh, pool. That's and just the future. That, that is... It is the future. But... I don't like the fact that we're going to have to sign up for all these individual services just to watch movies. Um, it's so much more convenient as a consumer to have them all in one place or even two or three places. Right. Uh, I mean, right now we have Hulu, Netflix, Sling TV, HBO Now, Amazon Prime, PlayStation View, those just to name a few. And you're still going to get your Disney streaming service. And Disney streaming out. services coming too. Now, that seems to make more sense because it's more. It has a bigger, has such a more big variety. Um, DC Universe, I don't see people. I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm not a huge DC fan. I do like Batman, Superman, but I just don't see people moving away from Netflix and other streaming services just to sign up for this. I, okay. I mean, it all depends on the price. That was right. an, that was what. If it's I, a five dollar a month yes, type of thing, yes. that might be something you and I could share yes. or something like that. Yeah. Um, know, if it's twenty dollars a month, there's no way I'm signing up for that. I agree. That I seems agree. excessive. 
Um, I, I agree with you in some sense. The one thing I will say about DC is that DC's TV shows and their animated films have been far superior than their, their, their feature length films. Um, you know, DC on TV, there's a reason why they keep adding shows, you know, Green Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. There's a reason why all these shows are on TV because they are good shows. People like them. Gotham. Gotham, yeah. You know, I love Gotham. I think that's an original idea based on a pre-existing entity. Um, It's a really good show. Um, You know, the one show that stands out for me is Swamp Thing. Again, just because it's such an original character, an original idea. James Wan, who is directing Aquaman, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, He is the... He's the creator, executive producer of Swamp Thing, the series. Again, that's going to be more of a late 2019 show. Um, you know, I don't know. The, there's talk that Margot Robbie's going to voice Harley Quinn in the animated series. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds interesting. It sounds cool. If I had to, if I had to guess right now, would I shell out ten dollars for the series, for the the streaming service? Probably. Would I shell out fifteen twenty? Probably not. At that point, I'd probably need to wait. I like that they have all of the DC films, you know, but again, I own a lot of those DC yeah. films too, so I don't need that in my library. You know, I, I'm not going to rewatch all these seasons of all the DC universe. So again, it sounds interesting. I understand why they're doing it. But the other cool thing about this, go ahead. What you I was going to say, but you love the Batman, original Batman animated series. They you do. did see the killing joke. Is this, is it's yeah. Like I said, all of those type of films, those direct to video animated films, they're all really good. Yeah. And they are there. Those films are better than Marvel films. In yep. terms of like the Marvel animated films, I mean DC definitely in terms of TV and animated short films, they're they're above the curve in that it's their feature length films which they can't seem to get off the ground. Um, so so I don't know. I mean it sounds cool. The other cool thing I was going to say about this is you know if you view it on your tablet or your smartphone, you can also view comics on there, DC yeah. comics on there again to compete with Marvel. Yeah, I mean if you're into, if you're into comics or you're new to comics and you want to read that almost all of the DC comics again I don't know how much they haven't announced that fully uh, it's going to be on that streaming service so you can read catch up um, so it's more than just a streaming service in terms of viewing you know interesting news again again I think Comic Con we'll get a lot more information about that we'll get a lot more news about that um, as it goes I thought that was pretty interesting though but again I think you're right um, everyone kind of realizes that people are going to streaming and they're trying to just get ahead of that game, right? They're trying to, to get in that, uh, in that crossfire. So we'll see. Um, last but not least today, I thought we'd do something a little bit different, a little bit fun. Um, there wasn't really any news this week in terms of theme parks. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the huge news of Toy Story Land opening and Pixar Pier opening um, have kind of overshadowed everything. Um, so I thought it'd be some, something fun to do something different. Um, we had some comments about what rides you guys liked and what experiences you guys liked. So I thought it'd be fun. Disneyland, Disney California are what you and I are used to, obviously. We we may be going in August. We'll let you guys know if we do. Yeah. Um, we're going to basically go over our favorite rides. Sure. Uh, I thought it'd be fun. Um, we're not going to give you a, a whole rundown of everything, of every single ride, but we're just going to break it down by, I thought it'd be fun to break it down by land. Um, so we'll just go one by one. Yep. 
Uh, we'll go Disney California first. Okay. Um, you'll give your favorite ride. I'll give my favorite ride. We can talk about it for a minute. We can argue about it a minute. Yep. Some of these are going to be very easy selections because there's only one or two rides yep. in each land. Yep. But some lands are going to be different. And I, I know I know for a fact you and I are going to have some differences. Oh, yes. Um, which is great. Um, Disney California, we're not going to go over A Bug's Life, obviously, because A Bug's Life is closing, sadly. And it's for children. And it's for children. Although, when they had the Bug's Life, the theater, that was pretty cool. Um, but, again, it's closing. Um, I don't know if we'll make it in terms of when it closes in August, but it's a cool little place to walk around. Um, that, of course, will be where Marvel Land will be going, but that's a different conversation. So we'll start off with the pier. We'll say everything in the pier, Pixar Pier, which was obviously Paradise Pier, all that stuff, ranging from Little Mermaid, Goofy Sky School, all that stuff. I know we haven't been on everything in terms of the new Incredicoaster and all that stuff. Um, so if you want to say California Screaming, yep. go ahead and say California Screaming. We'll do best right on the pier. You're going to say California yep. Screaming? Yep. No, hands down. Hands down? Hands down. I know you're going to say the toys. I know you're going to say the... Toy Story ride because you always beat me in that. Toy Story Midway Mania. Midway Mania. By far the best. Oh, by no, far it's the best not. ride. No, that. it's not. It is. He's not a roller coaster guy. That's why. Uh, Toy Story Midway Mania is such a fun ride. Um, I can't <laughs> it's stress not even a ride. It's a ride. You just sit there and pull a you string. Wait, if you got to wait more than a half an hour, it's a ride. Okay. You waited more than a half an hour to meet. Never mind. To meet who? <laughs> to meet characters. Those aren't. That's not a ride. If that's going to be your basis for a ride, then oh, I'm going to shoot that. Uh, anyway, it, we can move on. <laughs> um, it is the next land is the Grizzly Land. Um, There's really only the Grizzly River Run for me. That's the water not ride. Sorry. I prefer the water ride just because I like. I like. Uh, I mean, it's not. You the, like the water ride? Yeah. Like, you like getting dunked like that? Of course. If it's a hot day when you're going in peak season in the middle of the summer, I would. That's why the lines are always like super long during the summer because like people want to get wet. People want to cool off. I mean, Soren is cool. Soren is such a cool. It's ride. cool, but I. It's it's it, it was a tough decision, but I have to go with the water ride. Okay. See, already two lands yep. in. You thought it'd be easy, but we're, we're already we're different. already arguing. Um, the next one is going to be an easy one. It's going to be Cars Land. Yep, Radiator really, Springs. it's going to be Radiator Springs Racers. Yep. Um, you know, all the other rides there, like Mater's Junkyard Jamboree and all that stuff. They're basically children's rides, the little kids' rides, it's like the Mater's version of teacups. Um, yeah, there's no doubt that that it's going to yep. be. So we do agree on something. We can agree on something, but that's an easy one. That's, that's <laughs> that. um, the uh, next Hollywood Land. land. Next one's going to be Hollywood Land. Um, this is where we're going to disagree again. I no, think. go ahead and go. Hollywood so. Land. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. I'm pretty sure you're going to lie. I'm pretty sure you're going to choose that. I'm pretty sure I'm going to say it's Monsters Inc. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Monsters Inc. You yeah. love Monsters Inc. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout was is is so much more fun and an enjoyable ride than Tower of Terror. Um, I'm glad they made the change because it's certainly more popular. There's a lot more writers on it. But I do miss the eerie, creepy Tower of Terror. I do miss that because it was more scary. But the Guardians of the Galaxy is just so much more fun. Like, it's so much more 
of an enjoyable ride. But I know you like Monsters. Tower of Terror is still available, still open in Disney World. Okay. Um, I do love, I do love dark rides. I love that ride. Monsters Inc is one of my favorite Pixar films. I think it's such an original. Ride. It's more like those original coasters. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Cool. It's, it's cool. It's enjoyable. It's, it's got family cars. Yeah, you can I, I think a family it's great. Um, so I knew we would. Di- I knew we would differ there. Okay. Um, All right. Let's jump yeah, to Disneyland. Disneyland. Um, let's try and do some of the easy ones first. Um, Frontierland. Obviously, just Big it's Thunder. Big, Thunder. Thunder. big that's, Thunder Mountain. That's really, it. that's pretty much it. At at that land. Um, Critter Country. Critter Country, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. That's, that's going to be an pr- obvious one again. Except you do like Winnie the Pooh. I do. I think I like Winnie the Pooh. It's a cool, <laughs> it's, it's a nice little ride. But again, I think the my favorite ride in Critter Country is going to be Splash Mountain. Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain, again. Water ride. The theming. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a 12-minute ride. Oh, yeah. You're it's going long. through all long. of these things, all of the animatronics. The, again, it tell, it's not just like go up and go down. Yep, like yep. You're going through the it's inside. It's very much an experience. You're, it's telling a story. It's telling a story of Briar Rabbit and all these and things. You get hella and you wet. get hella wet. I mean, you get hella wet. So you know what the payoff is? Mac yeah, was sitting wet. in the front. He was sitting in the front. We made him go in the front. Shout out to Zach again. And he got drenched. I don't know why you put the heaviest guy in the front of the boat. I mean, that's just not... <laughs> That's just not smart. But, you know, whatever. Um, uh, Toontown. Toontown, Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. I mean, Do you like not, it or is, are you picking it at a default? I'm picking it at a default and it's somewhat enjoyable. I mean, it's it's a twist on all of their other animatronic rides um, where you're kind of going along a track in a car. You can spin around a lot and kind of get yourself sick and dizzy. But I know you don't like to do that. But um, I think it's it. Mickey's Toontown is mostly for children, so there's not much to choose from. There's some cool stuff. You can go see Mickey Mouse. You can meet. You can go to Mickey's house and all that stuff. Um, I like Roger Rabbit. I think Roger Rabbit is one of the more underrated Disney films of all time. You know, it was a touchstone release. We talked about that last week. Touchstone. It's a little bit edgy, yep. but again, it had all those great characters. It had a great story. It was one of the first films, if not the first films, that did like live action and animation hybrid. Um, Roger Rabbit is such an underrated film overall. Um, I, I love it. So Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin is cool. I'm not, you know, huge on just spinny spinny things. I try and keep the wheel as straight as possible. <laughs> but it's a good ride walking through Toontown. Is pretty cool overall. Um, next, this is where we're gonna differ. This we're, is, gonna, we're gonna differ on all the rest of them. I can tell you that. On right the now. next four lands, you think we're gonna yeah. differ? On oh, all I, I I know we're gonna differ. Okay. Uh, how about you choose the land next? Okay, you New, New Orleans Square. I know we're gonna differ on this. Haunted Mansion. You of know course, I, I know you're gonna say Haunted Mansion. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, In a close oh race, a close race. You like Haunted Mansion, though, right? I do. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying it's a close race. Those yeah. are the two. Those are the two, for sure. Um, what, what separates Pirates for you? Um, again, a water ride. I mean, you don't get wet. The line is quick. and um, Haunted Mansion moves quick. Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion does move quick. Um, I like... The, and you can get a fast pass on Haunted Mansion. You, you can. You can't you get can. a fast pass You're right. on Pirates. You're absolutely right. That, 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 Although that, that shouldn't be a deal breaker. You should no, no. But it is part of the fact... It does factor in. Um, I... I enjoy Pirates because it's just it. I love all the animatronics in it. Um, I like the fact that it's a water ride. Haunted Mansion is great too; has great animatronics. Um, you know, 
but it's just, I mean, it has the cool songs in it, but it also, but it is, it was a very tight race for that. Okay. Believe me. I, I will say I, I love Pirates. This is not anti-Pirates. Pirates no, is a great no. ride. It's really cool. It's really fun. Again, both of these are original Disneyland rides, yes. which hold a mm. special place in our hearts, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I love Haunted Mansion for me, um, simply because the details that are in the Haunted Mansion, the story that it tries to tell, you know, it's, again, Pirates is very much the same thing. It tells a story. It talks about Pirates. I think Haunted Mansion tells a linear story of the house, its inhabitants, people that live there. Um, you can ride you can ride Haunted Mansion five times in a day, and you can see little dip. There are times when I go on Haunted Mansion now, and I still see unique and different things, little different clues, little knickknacks here or there. They're always updating it. They're always changing. Uh, in yeah, Hall- you, like, you like the fact that they change it for in uh, Halloween time. They yeah. change it nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. It's again, it's it's such an original concept, original idea. Uh, it's a slower ride, which Pirates is as well. I like that where you're able to take it all in, the scenery, all that stuff. I like it. Um, we'll do Adventureland next. Um, um, go I, ahead. And go. I think we're going to agree on this, but I. I are you gonna say the tiki room? I was gonna say the tiki room, but that's not. I don't really classify that as a ride. If you if you can change it right now, if you want, if you think tiki room is the best experience, in no, because I don't, okay. I don't. But it's but I'm and there's also again we talked about the tiki jungle, room is cool though. We talked about the the jungle cruise. That's mm-hmm. also a cool ride, but it's got to be Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. I mean, just the fact that even the walkthrough, I remember when it came out and just the walkthrough in line, it almost doesn't even seem like you're in line. Like you don't even notice how far the line goes because there's just so much cool stuff to look at. The queue is very cool. The queue is very cool. Um, And the ride is great. I mean, it's, it's a little bit uncomfortable depending on where in the car you sit. If you sit more in the back. It's more of a rough ride, so it's not really geared for uh, you know people with motion sickness. But it's, but just again, as you were mentioning in the Haunted Mansion, the atten- the attention to detail, mm-hmm. and just how cool the ride is. It's just it really captures the experience of Indiana. Yeah, when Jones. you're walking through the queue, there's the rope when it yep. says "Don't pull the rope." And people and pull it, pulls it. There's the guy screaming at the bottom. Yep. Yep. You know, it says "Don't stand on the the diamond stones." Every time you sign that stand on a diamond stone, there's like a little bit of air. air that blows by you. It's it's really cool. This is not anti Indiana Jones for me. I'm gonna go with the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, um, really, really. You would ask me. You love Indiana Jones. You would have asked me four years ago. I would have said Indiana Jones. Um, the last three of the last four times I've been there because it's broken down. It's broken down. Uh, I can't. Uh, it I has, see, it has a high rate of being broken down. It does. Which it does. you know, again, it's some of these rides are were built. You know, a little older. I get it. Uh, Jungle Cruise again. It's a unique Disneyland experience. It's an original ride. Um, and literally every time you go on Jungle Cruise, it's different simply because because you have a different talker. yeah. You have a different skipper. You have a different, different person skipper. that's telling story, telling different jokes. Make it unique for every single person he interacts with you. Um, there again, there's so many unique details in it. When you're in Indiana Jones, it's awesome. You know, with the fire going and the snakes dropping down and, and all that stuff, it's awesome. But you're going really fast. You're speeding up. You're speeding down. You're in the dark sometimes. Jungle Cruise is very cool. You can go during the daytime and see a different ride. You go at nighttime, you have a different experience. Um, there's lots of different animals there. Things are hidden that you don't see before. Each skipper has different jokes. 
Um, I think it's really cool. Again, we're not knocking any of these rides, obviously. We're just having a fun we're, little Yeah, we're, we're but, picking our favorites. That's but, but, you know, you can't go wrong with Indiana Jones. I mean, I'll, I'll go on Indiana Jones every time I'm there. Um, as I long just, as it's working. Yeah, I, I, just, <laughs> I just think Jungle Cruise is such an original ride. Yeah. Original concept. It's a Disney World ride as well. Uh, original idea. I think it's cool. Um, we have two lands left. Yep. Let's... Do you want to do Tomorrowland first or Fantasyland first? Uh, let's do. I know we're going to disagree. We might disagree on Tomorrowland. Let's do, I let's know do, we're going to disagree on Fantasyland. Let's do Tomorrowland first. Okay. Then we'll end with the big one, which is going to be Fantasyland. You know how much I love roller coasters. I go love Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. Love Space you can't Mountain. Can't even see where you're going. It it's doesn't just, matter. It's, just it's not even. It's, it's, you could but be it's going, not. You could be going two miles an hour. With, it's with not the, uncomfortable. It's not face. an uncomfortable ride. It's very very smooth. I like the the lead up to it. Again, the queue is awesome. The uh, the lift hill is so cool with the lights going on. You know, it's like I haven't been on it since they changed it to hype. Wait, did we go on it when it was hyperspace mountain? So I don't I don't know if you and I have been on it. Yeah, but, I don't know. Um, hyperspace mountain. It's it's hyperspace mountain's done now. Okay, it's back to space mountain. So if okay. we do go in August, it will be space mountain. Okay. Um, hyperspace mountain. For those of you that don't know, we hinted at it before. It's when they change it over for Star Wars. I see. Um, so when they release Solo in May. They did like a month long of Hyperspace Mountain um, where to kind of hide in the Star Wars and promote the film and stuff like that. Um, but it is it is Space Mountain now. It's Space Mountain okay. most of the time. When it's October, I believe it comes Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy to tie into okay. Halloween theme and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, but it's Space Mountain nine, I just think nine months out of the year. I just think it's so cool. Like it's completely dark and you literally feel like you're flying in space. Like okay. That's how cool it is. Okay. I didn't go on it before when it had like the big red, yellow sun in the middle that kind of illuminated like the track. I this was know. this was back this was way this was years ago. Okay. Um, but you could actually kind of see where, where you were going. Do you like the fact that you can't see where you I going? love it. It like I said, it looks like you're going through space. It's so cool. Okay. Uh, what are you, you going to pick? Um, Star Tours? It, there's, Please t- tell me you're not going to pick Buzz Lightyear. Tomorrowland has a lot of cool rides. Tomorrowland's one of those lands where you could spend a good portion of your day in. Okay. Um, it does have Buzz Lightyear. Um, it's a good ride. It's not my favorite ride. Finding Nemo is a submarine, submarine voyage. is a cool ride. I'm going to go with Star Tours. Star Tours. Um, again, that's the Star Wars fan in me. You can get a different uh, ride But you get a different time. experience every time as well. You know, you can go to different planets. You can interact with different characters. You know, one ride, you can see Kylo Ren. One ride, you can see Yoda. One ride, you can Darth see... Darth Vader. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all different experiences. You're going to go on it a couple times a day or a couple times during your visit. More than likely, you're going to get different experiences, different rides. Whenever there's a new film that comes out... They always update it. They always do new things. Now there's Poe Dameron. You can get a ride with Poe Dameron. You can get a ride with Finn. Um, you can get a ride with BB-8 now. Um, it's really cool. They do different things. You can see Captain Phasma on one of your rides now. You know, it's really cool. It's a really original type of concept in terms of a property that's well-developed. Um, I'm worried about Star Tours, if it's going to make the cut when Galaxy's Edge opens. Are they going to retool it? Are they going to do something else? It doesn't really make sense to have a Star Tours in Tomorrowland when you have a full land of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You know, they haven't announced anything about that, but again, you know, we'll see. Um, the last land is going to be the granddaddy of them all, which yeah. is going to be Fantasyland. Fantasy so many rides to pick. So many and rides. I know what you're going to pick. I already know. I... Anyone that knows me knows what you're yeah, going to pick. Yeah, of course. So I'll give mine first because yeah, I do want to hear yours. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Of course. Um, it's 
I'm going to preface this before I get lambasted. Um, <laughs> it, it is not the best ride in terms of a technical component in fantasy. But you love the books. But I love the books. <laughs> I love the story. It holds, just like a lot of Disneyland, it holds a lot of sentimental value to me. Um, you know, that's why I like it. I love the characters. I love the idea. Wind in the Willows, the book, is, is one of my favorite books from childhood. Um, it's an underrated Disney classic film. Um, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's great. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm certainly not, there are certainly updated rides in Tomorrowland that are more technically advanced than Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. But again, for me, it's my favorite ride. There is no Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Disney World. Disneyland is the only park that has it. Every time we go on, he has to take a picture with the with the with uh, Mr. With the Toad frog, with the frog. Yep. It's not a frog. It's Sorry, Mr. Toad. Toad. Mr. Toad. Come on. Don't Sorry. be disrespectful. I... <laughs> All right. Go well, ahead and give me yours. Fantasyland. Again, there were so many cool rides. There's the teacups. There's uh, Alice in Wonderland. There's Peter Pan, which is probably one of my favorites. You're not going to pick Peter Pan? But I'm not going to pick Peter Pan because you know me and you know I love roller coasters. So what's in Fantasyland? Actually, Matterhorn bobsleds. Oh, that's such a cheat option. The Matterhorn bobsleds. That is such a cheat option. And again, there's so many different tracks. You can go on like four different tracks. How is it cheap? I love roller coasters. I mean, technically, Matterhorn is in fantasy. That's what they. That's what they said on the map. That's the reason why I chose it. I I should have known that. That's okay. I thought you were going to choose a classic ride. No, Matterhorn is an awesome ride. There's, I think, two tracks. There's right or left. Sorry. Um, Yeah. But again, with the updated, uh, yeah, it with, still with has the, the abominable Yeti. snowman. Yeah, it's really awesome. cool. Um, is Matterhorn better than Space Mountain, or is Space Mountain better? Ooh, that's tough. We have to discuss that in a later date because I know we're running out of time. But that would be a toss-up for me. Okay, um, cool. Uh, we'd love to hear what your yeah. guys' favorite rides are. If we do go to Disneyland in August, we'll let you guys know. We'll and we'll sure let we you have... know about Pixar Pier too if we yeah, decide we'll to have, go. We'll have a bunch of updates on all that stuff. Again, next week you'll get the normal podcast, just like you always do, and then you'll get the extra podcast. Uh, which will be the Ant-Man and the Wasp review. Go see some films this week. Go read a comic. Go to fanboyplanet.com. Check out all the stuff. Um, And we will talk to you guys next week. Have a great week, guys. All right, thanks.